This is a Daily Purpose Bible Study and Devotional, a podcast by Our Given Purpose, where we bridge the gap between revival and spiritual maturity. I am your host and Bible study teacher, Tori Slaughter. Let's dive into today's topic, which is reconciliation. Turn with me in the scriptures to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 11 through 21. And it reads, Since then we know what it is to fear the Lord. We try to persuade others. What we are is plain to God, and I hope it is also plain to your conscience. We are not trying to commend ourselves to you again, but are giving you an opportunity to take pride in us so that you can answer those who take pride in what is seen rather than in what is in the heart. If we are out of our mind, as some would say, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Lord, we thank you for the reading of your word, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 11 through 21. Welcome to Bible Study, Embracing the Call of Reconciliation. I want to take you on a journey through the powerful words of this passage, a passage that illuminates the profound essence of our calling as believers. The Apostle Paul, anointed by the Spirit, penned these verses to awaken our spirits to the divine purpose that flows through our veins. This is a roadmap for our journey of purpose and impact. We are called not merely as bystanders, but as active participants in the grand narrative of redemption. Get ready to have your perspective shifted as we unpack 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 11 through 21 together. Verse 11, keep your Bibles out. Verse 11 since then we know what it is to fear the Lord, we try to persuade others. What we are is plain to God, and I hope it is also plain to your conscience. Brothers and sisters, let those words sink deep into our hearts, reminding us that our labor for the Lord is rooted in our profound reference for Him. As bearers of His truth, we are entrusted with the sacred duty to persuade others. We are not just witnesses. 
We are vessels of divine persuasion, bearing a message of eternal consequence. Our connection to God's purpose is fierce. It's fierce enough to propel us into action. Our genuine commitment shines not just in God's eyes, but in the eyes of those we reach. Verse 14, for Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. Let's pause and feel the heartbeat of these words. The fervent fire of Christ's love that ignites our soul. The weight of his sacrifice propels us forward with a relentless drive to share the gospel. The love of Christ is not a passive emotion. It's an all-encompassing force that drives us beyond ourselves. In his death, we all died. And in his resurrection, we all live anew. His love ignites a blaze within us that cannot be contained, a compulsion to reach the lost, to transform lives through the proclamation of the gospel. His sacrifice wasn't for a select few. It was for everyone. And in him, our old lives are done. We're living in a new reality. Verse 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Now let's let that truth sink in. You aren't, we are not a patched up version of our past. No, Mm -mm. we are remade, reborn and redefined in Christ. Old habits, old guilt, old failures, they're gone. The old shackles of sin are shattered and the chains of bondage are broken. You are, I am, we are a living testament to the miracle of transformation. Behold the beauty of newness that radiates through you, a radiant light that draws the lost into the embrace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Verse 20, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Oh, (laughs) what an honor. What a privilege to be appointed as Christ's ambassadors on this earth. Did you catch that? You're not an extra in his story. You're an ambassador of the Almighty. He has chosen you. We stand on the front lines of a spiritual battle entreating the world to be reconciled to God. We carry the authority of heaven commissioned to bridge the gap between humanity and and our creator. Your words, your actions, they're part of his grand design to call people back to him. In verse 21, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Oh, dear ones, let's reflect on the magnitude of this truth. Jesus, sinless and blameless, became sin for us. His exchange was divine. He took our filth 
and gave us his righteousness. This divine exchange is beyond comprehension, beyond human reasoning, yet it is the bedrock of our faith, the heart of the gospel, the cornerstone upon which our ministry of reconciliation rests. You are, I am, we are right with God because of what Christ did, not because of what we did. These verses, we're not just reading this. We are uncovering our divine purpose. Dear friend, you're a persuader, a love carrier, a new creation, an ambassador, and a testament to the radical power of Christ's redemption. With every breath, with every heartbeat, let us implore the world to be reconciled to God, to embrace the redemption that flows abundantly from his outstretched arms. May we walk boldly in the ministry of redemption, fueled by Christ Jesus' love, guided by his truth, and empowered by his grace and his mercy. Amen? Amen. Let these verses breathe life into your journey. You're here for a very good reason. Before we listen to today's devotional from Lisa Gant, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Hey there, Purpose Enthusiasts. This is Tori, and we are here to bridge the gap between revival and spiritual maturity. It is a privilege to manage this daily ministry. And God said, I didn't have to do it alone. I am joined by... Melinda Douglas, Robin Lambert, Lisa Gantz, Christina Price, Irvine St. Belouse, Diana L.W. Coleman, Sheila Arrington, Lindsay Capron, Kendra Dublin, Detria Moore, Timmy Michael O., Stephanie Bright, Reason A. Chandler, Joshua Slaughter, Megan Martin, Roderick Slaughter, Tiffany Langston. Follow us as we follow Jesus and be renewed each day as you listen to the Bible teachings and devotionals that align with the Bible in a year plan. We are your go-to podcast and YouTube source for daily inspiration, insight, and encouragement. Don't miss the opportunity to elevate your journey and tell a friend they can come along with you. Now, let's transition back into A Daily Purpose. Guiding Scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Breaking the Curse of Perfectionism by contributing devotional writer Lisa Gant. Hello, my name is Lisa and I am a recovering perfectionist. I have a vivid memory of being the last child in my kindergarten class to finish a drawing. I kept coloring long after everyone else had finished to the point where my teacher had to tell me to stop so we could move on to another activity. And when she did, I promptly burst into tears. Why? Because my drawing wasn't right. It wasn't perfect. Well, it was all downhill from there. I became the girl who always got straight A's in school, participated in multiple extracurricular activities, and wasn't satisfied unless I came home from every competition with a trophy. It wasn't enough for me to do well at something. I had to be the best. I had to be perfect. 
then I would finally feel like I was good enough, like I was worthy. It was a pattern of thinking that followed me throughout my childhood and well until adulthood. Does this story sound familiar to you? I'll bet it does. The problem with perfectionism is that it contradicts the word of God. Based on the faulty premise, we can earn God's approval if we just work hard enough, if we just do everything right, surely God will see that we're good enough and let us into heaven. Well, nothing could be further from the truth. The Bible is very clear about how we fall short when compared to God's standard of holiness. For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. And no matter what we do or how hard we try, we can't bridge the gap alone. In fact, Isaiah 64, 6 says, when we display our righteous deeds, they are nothing but filthy rags. So what are we to do? Fortunately, God has already done the work of redeeming us through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus. As 1 Peter chapter 3, 18 tells us, for Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous to bring you to God. In other words, we don't have to prove ourselves to our heavenly father. He doesn't care about our accomplishments or our accolades. We don't have to earn his love or acceptance. We already have it. We've had it from the moment that Jesus exchanged our unrighteousness for his righteousness when he died and rose from the dead three days later. I spent many years chasing perfectionism, even as a Christian, because I didn't understand that God had given me something better. He had made me righteous. It wasn't until I understood and embraced that truth that I finally became free from the curse of perfectionism. Dear friend, I challenge you to let him do the same for you today. I promise you will not regret it. Breaking the Curse of Perfectionism by Contributing Devotional Writer Lisa Gant You've just heard a Daily Purpose Bible Study and Devotional, a podcast by Our Given Purpose, where we offer you the perfect chance to initiate a conversation about God's Word. We are deeply grateful to you for sharing this podcast with your friends and family. We also like to thank our sponsors and our Patreons, whose donations help us to provide this valuable content. If you feel led to contribute financially and become part of the Our Given Purpose family, please visit OurGivenPurpose.com. And remember, you have seeds to sprinkle and don't lose sight of the ones falling on you. Where will they grow? By the road and shallow soil and the thickets? Or will they find a home and good soil to flourish and produce a good work? What God has begun in you, he will complete. Have faith and be bold. Thank you for listening and tune in tomorrow.